are listening to Up To Me Radio, the best in inspirational talk radio. It's up to me. Hello, my friends, and welcome to Coffee with Kim. I invite you to journey with me to a new day. I believe God has led you to this moment and this place because He is about to bring purpose and potential to your story. So join thousands of women and men from around the globe who have discovered how powerful their stories become once Christ touches them with His purpose. Don't you long to make this same discovery? Then grab your coffee, scoot in, and join me as we let God's Word reveal how every part of your past has been preparing you for this very moment. Is it possible to have joy when circumstances seem anything but joyful? Is it even appropriate to want joy in the midst of so much suffering? Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Coffee. You know what it is, conversations of friends of faith to encourage and equip. I'm Kim Crable, always delighted to be invited into your home by the way means of Up To Me Radio. Well, today I invite you to uh, join me. Uh, Be my guest today in this topic that we are going to be talking about, joy. You know, it's a very important topic in our world today because many of us may look around and we see anything but joy. And, And even to think about joy, I have been told recently, gosh, that makes me feel guilty to even think that I should be feeling joy. Because they look at their world, we look at what's going on in the news. We, we, many of us have things in our in our own private worlds that are anything but joy joyful. I'm talking about relationships, maybe some financial uh, situations. Maybe there's a diagnosis you're dealing with. There's so many things. The holidays come up. There's so many things that are going on in our world that could truly rob us of any thought of joy. And then to have the thought upon that that it's not even appropriate. Well, friends, I had to I had to talk about that today. I had to take this this show and and talk about is that a biblical view of what God wants us to feel in the midst of everything that's going on? How would he what would he have to say about joy? What is his thoughts on that? So we're going to dive into the Bible for a little bit today, and I'm going to invite you, if you have a question, if you have a thought on joy, be very specific on joy, then I would invite you to call in 347-324-5246, press 1. I'd love to have your thoughts today. Well, again, thank you so much for joining us on this topic of joy. I'll begin with one verse today me i love i love everything everything must be substantiated by the bible a verse that is my first and foremost in anything that we teach but i don't believe that it has to be smothered in so many scriptures that we it can be confusing many times i like to just take one scripture and dive into it into a word study bring clarity to that scripture so that we can truly understand it and make it practical in our lives. So today I'm going to take one scripture and it is Romans 15:13 and this is what it says. 
speaking on this topic of joy. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust him so that you might overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Again, that's Romans 15, 13. Well, let's think about that today. Let's think about how you're feeling. How, how is your joy barometer? On a scale of, of zero to 10, where's, how are you feeling? What's that joy in you? How would you gauge that? How would you evaluate that? Well, when we look at this, it says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace. Well, before we even get into this topic of joy, let's back up in this scripture for just a minute where it says, may the God, may the God, let's talk, who is God to you? Before we think about joy, I mean, that, that has to be the main character in the story, God. And there are so many ways to answer this. You have your own way of answering it. Maybe you could just jot down in your notes, who is God to you? How would you introduce him to us? Well, I'll take you to Isaiah chapter 42. It's in our ministry calling scriptures, the ministry calling scriptures of Roses and Rainbows, which is our ministry. But in Isaiah 42, verse 5, this is a great answer. It is a generic answer, but and it's a broad answer, but it's, it's a great answer for you in explaining God to other people along with your own personal experience with God. But Isaiah 42, 5 says, this, this is God. This is what he says. And it goes on to say who God is. He is the creator of the heavens who stretches them out. Now picture that in your mind. God is the one who is the creator of heavens, and he stretches them out. He spreads out the earth with all that springs from it, the earth and all that springs from it, everything that springs from it, who gives breath to its people. He gives breath. He's the one who gives us breath and life to those who walk on it. Wow, that's a, I mean, the magnitude and the power and the greatness of who God is is beyond our comprehension. However, he allows us to grow in that comprehension in our mind uh, of who he is through our relationship with him. And so we have to understand when we're talking about may the God of all hope fill you, we must first understand that he's capable. He can. He is ready and willing. We have to get a good, we have to zone in, focus in on who God is. So I ask you this morning, who is God to you? Now, we have a caller who's called in, and I'm going to invite our caller on to join us in this conversation. And the first thing I'm going to ask her is, who is God to her? So joining us is my friend Patty, who's called in. Good morning, Patty. Welcome to Coffee. Good morning, Kim. I'm so glad to have you. Oh, thank you. I'm delighted to be on Coffee with Kim. Yes. Well, you know, Patty, I know that you have this joy of the Lord, and I feel like in our world today we're we're starting to see it diminish in um, in its manifestation in people. And I think a lot of it is because people are feeling like that 
They're losing touch with the relationship with God through all the worry and everything that we're putting between us and God. So I wanted to begin our uh, programming this morning by talking about who is God. So I led our listeners, our friends, to the scripture of Isaiah uh, 42, verse 5. But just very quickly, who would you say God is to you? Well, Isaiah 42, 5 is such a beautiful description of God Almighty who made heaven and earth and everything, everything before the Alpha and the Omega, from the beginning and the end. It is almost more than we can imagine in our human minds. Exactly. And it is it is powerful for me to understand that he knows my name and mm. he loves me. He loves me. He knows every hair on my head and he takes care of the sparrow in my backyard and mm. he takes care of me. Wow. And I know that as we see the images on the news, it is so devastating. But we have to believe that we can only see as we walk forward in life. But we will be able to understand it as we look behind and and see all of this. That's God. right. That's it. Yeah. I'm sorry. That, that's exactly right. And, but first, you know, just, just positioning our minds on God. I want all of our listeners just to, you know, think about who God is to you because that is the most powerful image. Like you just said, Patty, it's the most powerful image. And that is where, that is the, the source, that is the object and the giver of our joy according to this scripture. Let's dive into this. Patty, hang on with me and just, uh, I love your comments. Uh, may the may the God of hope, listeners, I'm going back to Romans 15:13. so get out your, your Bibles or take your notes. May the God of hope fill you. So when we're talking about is it possible to have joy when circumstances seem anything but joyous, that right here it says God will. He is the giver. He will fill us. He is the one. He is the sustainer. He is the one who gives us our joy. This is so important for us to know right now because of the the way that our world is going in this um, depressive disorders that we're facing so uh, intensely right now. We are we have at least twenty percent, according to new statistics, twenty percent of our nation in a severely depressed state. I think that it's actually more than that, but this is the latest uh, statistics I could get. But listeners, I want you to hear this. This is the the part that's really, I think, disturbing. In our U.S. population, age 18 is growing rapidly. That age set of 18, 17, 18, 19 is growing. But the fastest growing sector in our society that's being diagnosed as depressed and is being put on medication are preschoolers. Preschoolers. 
Now, we have to stop and we have to think about that as parents and as grandparents. And now we have to take that and we have to go, what, what's happening? Are they sitting in front of the TV too long? Are we having adult conversations around them that they should not be hearing? And they don't know how to express that. Not only preschoolers, but all of us. What What is going on in our society? How are we using our voices to articulate things that maybe are not appropriate to be said? This morning on my Facebook page, I put about um, I can't I can't even remember the scripture now, but it was about we uh, we God gives us a new song each morning. Each morning we can see in gratitude and we can sing that song of who God is. That's why I wanted to bring it back to who is God to you because that's the first and foremost thing that we should be talking about or we can be talking about because as we talk about him, he begins us to fill us with joy and peace. So one of the words that I love here, Patty, if you're still on, one of the words that I love here, may the God of hope fill you, so that's personal, like you had made that personal in your comments before, the sparrow in your backyard, your heart, he knows you, he knows you by name. And listeners, that's so important for you to know. That's the second character in this verse. First and foremost is God. The second one in this verse, this story, is you. He knows us personally. Jeremiah 1, five says we were chosen and loved while we were yet in our mother's womb. He birthed us with a plan. So the second, put yourself, listeners, into this scenario. There's God and there's you. And what he's saying to you in a world that seems like there's no joy, he's saying, but listen, in the midst of your suffering, in the midst of things that are going on, he says, I want you, I want to fill you with all joy. Not a little joy, not when it feels good joy, but all joy. So let's break that down just for a minute. And then, Patty, I'd love you to comment on this. Let's talk about what is joy. Because so many times we get it so confused as we think that it's based on what is happening around us. But that's not joy. That is happiness. Joy in the Greek comes from a word that means the depth of assurance and confidence. It is God's gift to us. It is a deep down well-being that abides in the heart of those who know Jesus. So it is an assurance and a confidence that God can do what he says he can do no matter what is going on around us. And the peace that is connected with that, they're like twins there, the peace that is connected with that is the uh, undisturbed, undoubtable well-being of the heart, not the absence of controversy or or sadness, but in spite of it, there is a peace. Listeners, did you get that? Draw, close your eyes and try to try to focus in on everything that we're saying here. This is so important. This is life-changing. That God is saying to us that he is the God of all gods, all, all being, all knowing. He sees you right where you are. He sees your family members right where you are. And he's saying in the midst of everything that's going on in our world, in the midst of everything that's going on in your world, in the midst of your diagnosis, in the midst of your pain, in the midst of your worry, he wants to fill you completely and beyond measure with joy and peace. 
Whoa, Patty, that's a lot. What do you say about that? Wow, that is so beautifully said. So beautifully mm-hmm. said. And into my heart from this is that the God who made everything is the God who will give you this too. He will mm-hmm. give you, he does, he gives this to you. He's holding this to you. He's holding you assurance of mm-hmm. well-being. He is giving this to you, and you can trust him to give this to you because he's all-powerful. He can do all things. It is yours. It Absolutely. is to give to you. I think about our children. I think about my, my boys when they were little, and I think about um, when they would get worried or, or nervous. And it was, all, it was mainly things about school or homework or sports or things like that. But it was never about, am I, am I going to have dinner to eat? Am, am I going to have a place to sleep? Am I going to have clothes to wear? You know, there were just certain things that they knew they didn't have to worry about because they they just trusted us. There was just this there was this trust that that it couldn't be penetrated about their provider. And Patty, that's what and, and listeners, that's what the scripture's saying. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you there's that big word, trust in him. And you mentioned that, Patty. This is, and, and if anybody would like to call in, if you have a question, we have about 12 minutes left on our show. But here's the thing that I really want our world to hear today, from my heart to yours, from God's heart to ours, is that he wants us as believers to know that we can trust him in the situations that we are facing. And it is through that trust. And that trust means to lean into him. That trust means to, um, it's a, a deep assurance, which goes right along with joy. It means to trust him with every part of our lives, even ourselves, that we trust him so that we might um, overflow with this hope. The main characters in here so far are God and, and ourselves, God and you. You can make it personal. What is it? So that's the who. The what here, listeners, is the joy and peace. What is it that God is trying to provide for us in this one scripture? His joy, his peace. How many of us, again, when you think about your joy and peace, how, how are you doing on, on that? Where's your barometer? Because God says that with him it can be all joy and peace, in abundance, overfilling, flowing out, joy and peace. And how can he say that? Well, the principle there is because he gives it. And so it's like with my boys. They trusted us to give to them what was needed, that they, we would provide for them. That's the same trust that God is wanting us to give to him today, just to trust him. How hard, Patty, is trusting, do you think, in a world that seems so chaotic, in our lives that seem so chaotic? What does trust mean to you? Kim, this has been the turning point of my life 
as I've studied in Burdens to Blessings, which is one of your um, one of your books that mm-hmm. I have read and studied, trusting God in complete submission with my life. Mm-hmm. My life was totally dismantled. I totally trusted God with it. I said, here I am, Lord. Take my mm-hmm. life. Take my life mm-hmm. and and use my life in your will. Not my will anymore, Lord, but your will. And in doing that, he has given me my best life. Mm. It is it is beyond anything I ever imagined it to be. It is different than I ever imagined it to be, but it is my best life. And for the first time since I was a little girl and I gave my life to him, my heart is truly filled with joy and peace. I don't... Mm know exactly what's next but I trust and Mm. I obey and I am sure that Mm. God's plan is my best life I I love I love everything you're saying Patty I love um I just got alerted we may have another caller uh caller if you if you if we do have a caller uh, we have a couple minutes. Um, you would need to press one if you want to come online, and then our producer will let me alert me if you if you want to come online. Uh, Patty, that word trust is so important. I want to speak that into our listeners. I want you to hear this word trust and to realize that trust is almost like a blind faith. It is. It's where you trust. It reminds me, Patty, when you're talking about burdens of blessings. Do you remember the chapter? Um, where we talked about from uh, believing in God to believing God. That's the trust factor. Uh, we have a caller that is going to come on, caller 8210. Uh, welcome to coffee. And as you come in, I'm going to finish this, this statement. Caller, we're going to hold on, hold on just a minute. We're going to have you. But I want to make this point in trusting. And this is... Listen, I know we have listeners that are on now, and I know we have listeners that are going to be on next week and next month, and I know that there's fear in you. I know there's worry in you. I know that the shape of the world is is, uh, keeping you up at night. I know it's driving us into situations that are unnerving us. I know that people are turning toward alcohol and pills and things to try to cope because there's so much going on in the world. I get it. I was there. I can remember that. But callers, I am telling you, listeners, I'm telling you this. God is saying, turn to me. And that's why I wanted you to know who God is. He's saying, turn to me. I will fill you with all joy and peace in the midst. He's saying that all this that's going on around us has nothing to do with the joy and peace he wants to put within us. And that's the message because I love you so dearly. I don't want you to be that next statistic of, of sadness and depression, not when God came to give us all joy and peace, but we must trust in him. That's the thing. It's our choice. We have a new caller online, I believe. Welcome, caller. Please tell us who you are. Hi, this is Jen. Can you hear me? 
Hi, Jan. We sure can. Welcome to coffee. Well, I just, I love your topic, and I wanted to thank you for the reminder because years ago when you did a study and we talked about joy, um, mm-hmm. and I was in a really, really dark time in my life, you know, my husband's really struggled with some depression and alcohol abuse and things like that, and I just remember thinking people say the word joy, and it just seems so easy, I guess, mm-hmm. and I just remember struggling with that. Um, sorry, I'm actually getting emotional for some reason. I have no idea why. Um, but I just remember you saying joy is situational and nobody can rob your joy. And I, I really struggled with that for a long time because I thought, that's too easy to say. I'm sitting here in such a dark place. I feel like my marriage is going to fall apart. Um, how can I be joyful? And then as I really started diving into those scriptures and holding on to that promise, I just remember feeling so different and feeling like, oh, my goodness, joy is situational. Joy isn't happy or sad. Um, or worried, you know, it was like nobody can take that joy from me. And I remember almost feeling a little bit crazy because I started going around my house feeling like nobody could take my joy, nobody could take my joy, because it was the only thing that was really getting me through the day sometimes was to realize, like, as long as I had that connection with God, that it didn't matter what was going on in the midst of my household or the craziness. And so I've really held on to that for a long time, and I've been able to use that a lot, especially with friends that have lost spouses and things that are grieving because when you're grieving, you especially don't feel joyful and they almost feel guilty for feeling joy. And so when I explained it in the way that you would explain it to me, which is joy, does, it's not situational, right? Joy comes from within. Joy comes from that connection with Christ. Um, it's just really opened people's eyes. So I just love, love this topic. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And, and you're emotional because it means so much to you. When you're in a, when you're in a deep, dark, uh, as I was talking this morning on our morning uh, coffee that I do each morning around 9 o'clock on the, on the Facebook, you know, when you're used to being in a dark, slimy pit that's talked about in the book of Isaiah and, you, and God gives you that solid foundation of joy, it is something that does take, it, it creates emotion in you because you know that only God, number one, you know God did it. Number two, you know he saw you and it's personal. Number three, you know your life has changed. And then number four that happens is the end of the scripture that I want to get to before we close here is why? You know, why do we do this? Why why do we why is it so important for us as believers to understand that joy is a gift that God gives and this world cannot take it away? How why is it so important for us to understand that joy can be had in the middle of the greatest of hurts and pains? Because joy is not that happy, happy, I'm so uh, full of excitement and I'm dancing on my tiptoes, joy is that deep assurance that what God has said will happen. In the deepest of darkness, you have to rely on that joy. The joy of the Lord is my strength, Nehemiah says. And I'm telling you, as listeners, you must go back. I, 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 it behooves us to go back and do whatever it takes in this trust factor to really be able to have the joy of the Lord restored in our lives. Because listen to the last part of this scripture, so that you might overflow with the hope. You might overflow. What does overflow there mean? Overflow what? 
overflow is what you were just talking about, Jen, and what we see, Patty, in, in your area. There is a joy that overflows out of you onto the other characters in this verse, which are all the people around us. It overflows onto them, and they sense the joy of the Lord, and they want to know the God that we serve. Isn't that powerful? And both of you all have expressed, Jen, you said, that's what happened in, 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 in people that you're around. Um, Patty, you said that's what happened, you know, in your teachings. That's why this topic is so very important. You, uh, we have about three minutes left. I'd love for each of you to take about 30 seconds and, you know, just speak about your joy again. Why is it so important or how, what would you say to the listener about doing whatever it takes to have the joy of the Lord and that really is just trust in whatever situation they're in. So, Jen and Patty, take about 30 seconds each before we close the show and just uh, speak to our listeners about the joy of the Lord. Patty, you can go first. Okay. When I was a child, I can remember joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Yes. And, and you know, now that's the way I feel. I feel Jesus is with me every day. I feel like I get up in the morning and I put on my shoes to follow mm-hmm. Jesus, whatever he has for me to do for him. And I am thankful and grateful to be able to do that. And it is through the power of the Holy Spirit that lives yes. in me through God's will for my life. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Jen? I think for me, it's, you know, I think, as I was mentioning back, you know, in those times, I think for me it was just such a, um, I don't know, maybe empowered is the right word for me because I feel like being a wife and a mother and a sister, there's just so many times where I feel like, gosh, I'm always letting somebody down. I can't do it all for everybody. And I think once I kind of realized, like, as long as my focus stayed on, God and where God had me in the moment that I couldn't let him down. Um, And so I think that's what really gave me that inner joy, especially with just like, okay, as long as I'm pleasing God and I feel like I'm staying on the path day on and everything else will fall into place. And so that's where I did start to feel that joy of like, nope, nobody can rob that joy because, you know, that's deep within me now. That's exactly why. Oh, what a, thank you both, Patty, Jen. Thank you so much for joining me today. And it's, you've added so much to our program. Listeners, our friends, on you know, listening uh, by podcast or the radio show, I want to thank you. I do want to end it on something that um, is so important. It is, it is, it is the bye. You know, we, may, the, may the God of hope fill you, you, right where you are, with all, not a little bit, not sometimes, but all joy and peace as you, you trust in him, as you do whatever it takes to trust in him, so that you might overflow with this hope and joy by the power of the Holy Spirit. My friends, it is by the power of Jesus, by the power of the Holy Spirit working in and through us that we will receive this joy, that it will be restored, and that we will be able to overflow with it. Glory be to God who by his power at work within us can do beyond anything we could ever imagine. And that includes giving us joy in a world that may seem not so joyous right now. The Lord gave you the joy. No one can take it away. 
So thank you so much for joining me today for coffee, and I look forward to seeing you next time. Goodbye, everyone. If you have any questions, reach out to us on the Up To Me uh, radio uh, page. There's places there you can place your questions. We're glad to talk to you. Thank you so much for joining us. Patty, Jen, thank you. We'll see you next time, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. To learn more about Kim's books, teaching materials, or to invite Kim to speak at your event, please visit kimcrable.org. Thank you for joining us today. And remember, to learn more, please visit kimcrable.org.